Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Lord, Happy Saturday. Welcome back to your second consecutive episode of the Bomb Diaries podcast, just like I promised. We're off to a good start, two for two in this week of at least seven straight days. This podcast today is brought to you by pre-workout. Jesus Christ, also known as the only thing that makes me feel good for an hour to two hours of every day because I've been taking it every day since I'm about 21 years old. I'm now 34. But the more I take it, the more I become increasingly convinced that it is cocaine with better packaging. Good God. Um, So if I start three or four businesses during this podcast, you'll have to forgive me and you'll know why. It is thanks to C4 Extreme, which up until two or three years ago, C4 was just enough. It's a pre-workout and it's the one that I started taking maybe seven years ago only because it's one of the few that tells you what's inside the formula before I get to meathead hour, because I, I feel like this, that needs more explanation. By the way, let me just say, I released a podcast episode around four or 5 PM last night. And a bunch of you have already sucked it up and started listening. Hope it, there was something entertaining in there. I was a bit downbeat yesterday, so certainly not on the pre-workout. Um, so hope you enjoyed whatever the hell I was talking about in there. But anyway, um, just to give a shout out to the areas where people have, Gotten into it so far. California. Good God. Let me see if I can pull this up. Ah, Okay. I can't look at states and shapes. All right. Here we go. So in the U.S., California, Utah, Arizona, Colorado, Wisconsin, Indiana, Florida, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, of course, New York, Texas, Kansas, Montana. Oregon and Washington. And it looks like we've got we've got one strong in Michigan. <laughs> Thank you, sir or madam, whoever you are. Uh, Canada. Australia. Uh, let's see who else. The UK again coming in strong. Germany coming in strong. Deutschland. Holy shit. I got a download in... I can't tell if it's a Sudan or Ethiopia. That seems odd but okay Saudi Arabia again Pakistan joining the party India back and that's that so not bad not bad for for uh 15 hours um these things are normally a slow burn anyway so thank you all very much for soaking this thing up so quickly especially considering it had been a month to a month and a half since my last one back to my legal um supplement cocaine this is going to be the meathead hour um I've tried, so I started working out when I was 20 years old, and I was a six foot, 140 pound man. Actually, I thought I had a birth defect because there was a bone sticking out in my chest that I thought only I had until I put on 10 pounds and realized everyone has that. They just also have meat on their bones. But since that point, I've put ever the more meat on my bones and lots of it in places that I would prefer not to have it. So, you know, be careful what you wish for. But anyway. I started taking pre-workout back then, and I think I started taking what everybody starts taking, which is NO Explode. It's the most fun. At the time, it had the best packaging. At the time, the internet was still kind of, you know, because I'm old as fuck, so the internet was what it was. You had bodybuilding.com. Amazon really wasn't what it is now. 
Um, so you had to go to GNC and deal with a guy as skinny as me uh, giving you workout tips on how to build bigger arms and shit like that. And you just wanted to buy anything in the store that wasn't $900 because GNC used to mark its prices up unless you got the GNC membership, which was, I believe, $100 per year, which I certainly did not have. Um, and you could buy the GNC products. They would mark up their they would mark up their items by 200 million percent. It was ridiculous. So I started taking the NO Explode, which is nice. It kind of tastes like all sport drink. Gave you a nice kick. And the best part about it, again, shout out. To the, I, I don't know if this was intended. This seemed to be more of a chemical reaction, but it was damn good marketing. Something about it felt good is that when you would shake it up in a shaker bottle and you would pop the top, it would poof from the carbonation building up in there. And so maybe that's where NO Explode came from. On the Fun fact about that, on the container, um, it used to say in big capital letters, do not shake NO Explode. And my brother and I, I have a brother, uh, I think I've talked about him quite a bit, my older brother Derek, who's a lot larger than I, a lot stronger than I. So we used to go into GNC together and I would be buying supplements to try to look something like him, and he would be buying supplements. I have no idea why. I guess just to make me feel bad. Um, and so we would go in there together, and we would ask, like, "Why can't you shake it?" And the, and the GNC guy would go, "Oh, you don't want you don't want to shake that." We say, "Why? What's going to happen?" You don't want to know what would happen. So finally, I went home one day, and I called the customer service line for No Explode. And I said, why don't you want to shake this thing? And they said, oh, you, you don't like, do not, yeah, you don't want to shake that. It's going to be a big problem. And I said, why? What happened? They said, well, it will explode. And I said, you mean it'll explode like it'll blow the bottle apart and like blow my hand off? And they said, no, it's it, like it'll overflow and like and blow the top and go all over the place. And I said, oh, you mean like it'll explode like a soda? He said, yeah. And I said, oh, well, I'm shaking it then. And he said, no, do not. I just said, do not shake it. And I said, well, I, if that's all that's happening, I'm going to shake it. And, I, and he's like, well, I, I, I am here to tell you not. I get this question dozens of times a day. I'm saying, do not shake it. <laughs> and me being a 20-year-old asshole, I said, oh, I'm shaking it, sucker. And he went, you fucking asshole. You know how many of you I deal with all day? It just hung up the phone on me. It was the best customer service call I've ever had in my life. Um, and I immediately shook the NO Explode, but probably took it for a year longer than I wanted to just because I was so happy with customer service. As a matter of fact, if I would use products so much more loyally if their customer service or their marketing campaign would just be telling me to fuck myself. Something about that's just enjoyable. But I moved on. I moved on uh, from NO Explode to, I believe it was called, let me check this out. I believe it was called Super Pump 250. I, dude, I am a meathead from way back. It is. It's called Super Pump 250, and it is made by Gaspari Nutrition. And the significance of Gaspari to me is, I believe he was a big old famous bodybuilder. He was. And he was the first person I had seen to be a giant bodybuilder marketing bodybuilding products. So idiot 22-year-old Christopher thought, that if I just buy this pre-workout that has God knows what in it because they had to pay for it to be for this guy's name to be slapped on it, so you know they've skimped on the ingredients most likely, that by taking this pre-workout, 147-pound 
six foot one, six foot and a half me was going to look like, and please Google this, Rich Gaspari um, with no steroids, no other supplements, no growth hormone, just his Super Pump 250. I was, I was desperate. I was grasping at straws. I could not bench 135 pounds, and I had to work out in the football team's uh, weight room in college, and I was so embarrassed that I made my buddy Jesse Conrad, who was much stronger than me um, and very generous to drag me into the gym and be delicate and patient with me, I would, f- I would beg him to lift 130 pound, f- 135 pounds off of my chest eight times instead of doing the dreaded, embarrassing male thing of putting 25s on the bar. I was horrified that I would have to do that. So anyway, I thought that Super Pump and seriously, seriously, um, a plate full of applesauce at my chow hall in college for my free meal plan after every dinner when I was already full would be enough to get me to the size of Rich Gaspari. So that was what I took next, and that was pretty mundane. And that's when I started to dabble in whatever the hell other supplements are. I always kept it legal, or at least vaguely legal, um, and I'll get to that in a second. I believe the next things that I took whenever I could scrounge up enough money to do it, um, I, I believe these are muscle tech supplements, are Gakic and Lukic. And I don't think they did anything for me except make my pee look um, very alarming. It was, it was the color of the worst highlighter you've ever seen, uh, basically glow in the dark. Uh, let's see, this is muscle tech. And again, I, I think all of these things, um, it's like leucine is in it, which you can buy for like $4. <laughs> I was spending $30. Or thir- I, think it's, I think it's at like $50 now. But again, and I had no money. No money. I was so desperate just trying to get anything to make this shit work. So we moved on to Gakic and Lukic. That didn't really do anything for us. I believe we took a brief hiatus from pre-workout to dabble into the world of legal pro-hormones with no research or guidance at all. Um, The one that I took was called Halivar. Let's see who made that. I believe it was Purus Labs. And, I, and, and that was actually my favorite one. That's the one that I felt strongest with. But again, don't do this. Um, I had no idea what I was doing or no idea what I was taking. And I'm sure I've screwed up my endocrine system and my body composition um, irreparably in this year and a half period. So don't do this. I took Halivar and then they made it illegal because it's a testosterone boosting supplement. I'm 23, by the way. 22. 23, I'm taking testosterone-boosting supplements at 22. You know that shit that Frank Thomas sells now where everybody's wife wants to bang him in the commercial um, despite the fact that he dresses like a Midwestern housewife on a, in a spin class? I was taking, and for like 50- and 60-year-old dudes that still want to get a hard-on and, and pretend they have nice hair, I was taking that at 22 years old to try to bench press 15 more pounds. Um, so that's what I was doing. I took, I, I took that... Um, and that worked out really well, but then they made it illegal. And so then I had to dive into just the wild west of pro hormones. And then I took one, um, then Halivar came back and I took that again. And again, that was nice, but who knows what the hell it did to me. And I never did any like quote post cycle stuff because I I didn't know I was, I didn't know I was basically taking steroids. I thought I was just taking because it was it was legal and it was in not in GNC, but I believe on bodybuilding.com. Um, 
it was there. So I forget what I took. I took this one thing that had red pills. It was it was called a pro hormone, and it had red pills. Um, and I can't remember what it was, but anyway, I started taking this thing, and my body went haywire. My like I started feeling. I started having problems in my nipples, <laughs> like all kinds of stuff. And so about halfway through, I just decided to stop taking it. And luckily, the effects went away. It was called Mass Pro by Centurion Labs. Here it is. Let's take a look at this Centurion Labs Mass Pro reviews. I'm an idiot, guys. I can't believe I did this shit. So, and by the way, we always talk about kids these days and who's spoiled and who's dumb and who's whatever it is. This is an, another reason to give leeway to kids who are growing up today because if you don't do that, just think about who you are when you grew up. I can guarantee you were probably an idiot. And when I think about what I was doing at 21, 22, 23, even 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. I'm sure in three years, I'll say 33 and 34 years old. All right, here we go. This is on Reddit, which I we will be talking about Reddit today too. God damn it. I had the creepiest shit of my life just happened with Reddit. All right. On Reddit, anyone here of Centurion Labs Mass Pro? Pro Hormone. This was posted nine months ago by Apollo Tattoos, who does not listen to this podcast, but let's pretend that they do. Comment number one, best valued. This is by Black Angus One. That sounds like a great meathead screen name. Just Googled it. <laughs> it's a shitty DHEA compound. Worthless. If you want to use something to alter your body's hormonal profile, then don't waste your money on shit like this. Thanks, Black Angus. Where were you 12 years ago? Let's see. Uh, the only thing it will harm is your bank account because you'll be wasting your money. You'll be better served 100 times better by getting a tub of protein powder and some creatine. Good call. Oh, yeah. So that was it. That's, I can't believe this shit's still around. But anyway, I took it and it was wreaking havoc on my body until I stopped. And then I would like to tell you I never took anything again. But I think Halivar came back with a reformulated um, compound and became legalized again. And I think I dove right back into that. Um, and then my bench went up 20 pounds and then I stopped taking it and my bench went down 20 pounds and it would be five years before Christopher understood that your bench press numbers don't really mean dick. Uh, so I was, I was heartbroken. Um, at, shortly after that, uh, I got really big on trying to take creatine, but then I, I would just always feel it in my kidneys and feel like I would have to pee way too much, so that stopped. And then I decided, basically, I'm only going to take pre-workout from here on out. And I'd say for the last seven or eight years, it's only been that or natural vitamins. Uh, of course, I take, uh, I take BCAAs, I take glutamine, I take vitamin D. Um, I used to take the chews because I really like the chews. Uh, but now I got the pills because I'm lazy and they were in the grocery store. And so that's not as fun, but it's it's probably much more effective. And so there's that. Anyway, uh, we even when I went to pre-workout, I did it like an idiot. I found this shit that my, again, my brother, by the way, before we, before we quit any compound altering supplements, 
my brother and I went into GNC one time and we bought this stuff called Anator. And you can't buy it now because it's discontinued as it should have been. And I don't even know what it was. It was supposed to be a gene activator. So it was supposed to be basically protein powder that activates some muscle building compound. So like they advertise it as like this, this could be a pro hormone. It could be like a growth hormone. Well, it's not. Here it is. Muscle Tech's Anator P70, the world's first and only muscle gene activator. Genetically triggers rapid and dramatic muscle growth. You know those, you know those spam calls that you get, that you get them and they try to scare you or they try to tell you you want a contest and you look at it and you're like, God, I feel so bad because I know this is only probably elderly people and possibly um, people with mental deficiencies and the most vulnerable in our society who are falling for these things. This is what these companies should be looked at for what they do to skinny guys. My scrawny ass looked at this and was like, my God, I know this can't make my unibrow go away, but maybe it makes my shoulders big enough for someone of the opposite sex to not puke when they look at my chest. And so here we are, $60 later, bought Anator. And not only did it not do anything, probably because we didn't give it enough chance to, but it was... It wasn't the worst tasting supplement I've ever bought in my life. It was the worst tasting thing I've ever had in my entire life. It was, I mean, and don't take it from me because I can be a softy. I can be a punk. You all know that I like fruity beer and drinks by now. I'm not the, I'm not the most, I'm not the most rugged guy in the world. I don't know how to fix my car and shit. So don't, don't just take, don't take my um, manhood to ride on this. Take my brothers, who's the epitome of that. We're talking, we're talking military veteran. We're talking um, highly respected police officer. We're talking ran a gym for years at exponential growth. Um, we're talking a guy who could probably lift my house on his shoulders three or four times when he decides to. Derek and I would sit on a couch across from each other and just take turns like uh when you see the you remember the scene in the deer hunter when they're doing uh, one shot one kill where they play Rus russian roulette and they're staring each other in the face like this could be the time that one of us goes and you click the gun and that we were taking shot for shot with anator just taking sips of it like that it was it was like taking here's what it was like it was like it was like taking sea foam cooling it warming it cooling it warming it leaving it in the sun, putting it in the microwave, cooling it, and then warming it, and then mixing it with, uh, let's say, dog piss and what you think the color purple tastes like. Um, not grape, just the color purple. And you know what? Uh, blend up your car keys and put that in there as well. But keep the foaminess of sea foam. I almost cried the third time we drank it because my brother thought, hey, maybe if we chill this thing and make it cold, it'll be easier to drink. And that was not the case. What happens when you chill something doesn't, doesn't make it, it didn't make it taste better. It made it, you could only drink it slower. When something's warm, you can chug it. When it's closer to room temperature, you can chug it. When something's cold, it hits the back of your throat in that chill portion and you can't drink it as fast. So I had to savor this goddamn thing. And we did this for two weeks and never again. And they took it off the shelf shortly afterwards, thank God. It was the most harrowing experience of my life. And I don't wish it on anyone. I tried to look up reviews, I, but, but it, it wasn't around long enough. 
So anyway, after that, just pre-workout. But even still, like an idiot, I, I started taking this thing called Bull Knox Andro Rush. And I'll, I'll read to you what in the world that is because I still, I, still wanted to be, I still wanted to be a guy I wasn't. I am an ectomorph by nature. I'm a skinny, scrawny guy that just happened to put on between 45 and 60 pounds depending on what kind of shape I'm in. If I'm in good shape, it's 50. If I'm in bad shape, it's 60. If I'm in worse shape, it's only 30. That means I'm very depressed. Um, but everything, every piece of uh, muscle and additional fat I have on my body, I had to, I had to drag my body to getting. I will never be a mesomorph. I, I'm just not that guy. And so, at this time, I was still chasing, trying to be that guy, trying to be for some reason the five foot nine. 185 pound um, football player that I grew up with in high school. Um, I, I hadn't dished that aside yet and realized I didn't, I wasn't going to be that and didn't want to be that anymore. Um, and so I bought this stuff called Bullnox Andro Rush. It's a pre workout by Betancourt Nutrition. And so I started taking it. And what it is, is it's a pre-workout with a testosterone igniter, which probably means nothing, just like the Anator, but it tastes a little bit better, and it's got a big bowl on the front, and nobody else was taking it, and it seemed like it was kind of extreme, which was right up my alley, so I started taking that. And then maybe two months into taking it, I was in class, because at this point I was in law school, and I reached I reached to the side of myself to grab a book out of my book bag um, because I was a 27-year-old uh, man with a book bag. I'm, I still have a book bag when we're allowed in public. Take it to coffee shops because I'm a grown child. But anyway, I reached in the book bag to pull out a book and the entire right side of my ribs felt like somebody dug their hand in and pulled something out. And that's not good. And then for the next five days, that just continuously happened. Uh, every time I moved. And then after that, for about another week, it just started happening whenever it decided. I didn't have to reach for anything. That just started happening. And so, but I had a buddy, again, meathead science. I had a buddy that I was like, hey, this is happening on my, and, it, and they're like, what side? And I said, oh, it's my right hand side. And they said, ah, then you're, you're okay then. Uh, none, of the bad, none of the bad stuff is, is there. And so I'm like, okay, that's good. And then, um, not thinking anything about it. Eventually the pain gets so bad I go to urgent care because I think that's the best option um, that I had. I went to urgent care where um, they rarely give a shit about anything about you. So they gave me an x-ray. They did something else with me. And they basically said, uh, we, don't, we don't really know. We see like blockage in this area. We can't really tell what it is. So I'll tell you what, go, go another week. And if you come back in agony, we'll take a closer look at it. I'm like, well, all right. I said, well, I'm not that worried about it. My buddy said that uh, it's on my right-hand side and, and nothing bad is really over there. And the doctor said, um, everything's over there. And then I panicked. And so I did one of those things where I'm going to scrub everything out of my life that I'm currently doing, uh, which is basically only Bullnox Andrew Rush. And as soon as I stopped taking it, the pain went away. And I don't know what that was. I never dug into it specifically. So sorry, sorry Betancourt Nutrition, if I'm off base. But since I stopped taking your things... Uh, my liver stopped feeling like it was about to fall out of my skin. So the reason I moved on to C4 is because, at least at the time, 
Most pre-workouts and supplements do this thing where they have a proprietary formula. As a matter of fact, if you'd like a great documentary that might not hold up graphics-wise, but content-wise is fantastic, Bigger, Faster, Stronger by Chris Bell. Great stuff, especially for meatheads. And it breaks this stuff down. Proprietary formula is how they keep secret a lot of their compounds of what they put into uh, their, their formula and what they put into their product. And so it's a lot of it's the Wild West. Now, luckily, most of it's bullshit and you're just wasting your money. But sometimes uh, there's, there's some steroidal impacts and there, there's just some nasty, gnarly, if you're in California, stuff that you're putting into your body without knowing it. So uh, be careful. The reason I started taking C4 is because from what I had found, it was one of the few, if not at the time, the only one that would tell you exactly what's in its proprietary formula. And more importantly, would tell you how much caffeine was in the product per serving. At the time, it was one of the only ones that expressly told you how much caffeine was in the product. They used to hide that. Used to not be able to find the caffeine content. I used to have to go to a third-party website to look up different pre-workouts and see how much caffeine they were putting in it. So I started taking C4 and never looked back. But now it's like a it's like a meathead gift shop. You go in and you try to buy C4, and they've got C4 original, C4 ripped, C4 sport. I think C4 extreme and C4 ultimate. Let me see. Let me see how many C4s there are. I may have hit everything. Um, on that one, but there's just a shit ton of C4s, and you're like, what does this do? What does that do? How pumped do I need to be? What was wrong with the original? And and I'll tell you what, man, I, I want to take now they have C4 Smart Energy. I don't know what the, I'm guessing that's energy with nootropics included too. This is unbelievable. All right, let's see what they've got. So they've got. Yeah, natural C4 natural zero, C4 ultimate on the go. They've I mean, it's it's endless the products. I don't know how pumped you need to be, how many different versions, but they've certainly gotten into the uh they've certainly gotten into the marketing aspect very well. Okay, so here we go. C4 original, C4 ripped, C4 extreme energy, C4 sport, C4 ripped sport, C4 ultimate shred, C4 ultimate C4 Extreme, NO3 Chrome, C4 Gummies, C4 Dynasty, C4 Ultimate Power, C NO3 Ultimate, and C4 Shot Rocks. These are all pre pre-workouts made by the same supplement. This is like when GM made like 37,000 cars. It's basically uh, just a Pontiac Sunfire um, with different titles on it and, and different shape in their seats. But Jesus Christ. They're trying to smoke me out of the market, but everyone else is like Incredible Hulk, Dr. Jekyll and Hyde, where one scoop can has enough caffeine to kill a horse and your whole family, bitch, buy it now. And I'm like, ugh, no thanks. So with that said, um, I'm, I'm talking to you after my workout is the moral of that story. And I, I'd love to tone it down with the C4 original, but the other ones have such good flavors. Like, listen to this. Sour Batch Bros. Who doesn't want to take that? Uh, Freaking, let me, let me just take you to, let me, let me show you the temptations that meatheads are dealing with, okay? You could take the C4 original with low octane, or you could do that C4 up ultimate with high octane. And it's just like, I mean, it's like tempting. It's, it's entrapment. Listen to the flavors for C4 Ultimate. There's Icy Blue Raz, sure. There's Orange Mango. 
instead of just orange. They're Sour Patch Bros, and we all love Sour Patch Kids. They got cotton candy for you ladies out there. Strawberry watermelon. Let's see what else. C4 Ultimate Shred. Let's see what flavors are in that. Mango Nectar. Midnight Cherry. Lemon Italian Ice. Gummy Candy. Jesus Christ. Now, who can have that? Once you get a suckle of the unicorn's teat, who can go back to C4 Original with Orange Burst? Get the fuck out of here. We know what that is. Fruit Punch. Fruit Punch has made me sick my entire life, which, me, which leads me to believe that red dye number four is made by the devil. Um, pink lemonade, watermelon. Get out of my face. They're, perp- they're setting us up to become more addictive. It's like when your dealer gives you that first hit for free or they give you just a little, little taste. There's a little taste. And then they throw that, they, and then they put meth in it. And then you're like, oh, Jesus, whatever you were giving me that time is a lot better than the first one. Sorry. Uh, again, thanks for listening to this. I have decided to try to set myself free from the end product of whether we get listeners, followers, whether my videos get listeners, followers. I'm going to try to just do anything that's in my bones and anything that I just have fun doing. And then, and then hopefully that'll take away the embarrassment and the anxiety of whether it's going to take off and be successful or not. So I'm just going to do what's fun now. I'm having fun talking shit after some pre-workout. It's probably helping me come down from my cocaine slash C4 high. I'm just going to start snorting it from now on. It's base- I Listen, I've never done cocaine before. If you've done cocaine, please email me. <laughs> please email me at Chris dot flail at gmail.com and let me know if it's like pre-workout please please take pre-workout if you haven't take a bang energy or some c4 or whatever else and let me know on a on a scale of one to ten how close it resembles doing just a small bump of cocaine because i've never done cocaine but my enjoyment of pre-workout and how reliant i am on it for my life and happiness is another main reason why I will never do cocaine. Uh, Because if it's not like it, good God, I would hate to see the kind of person I am if I ever dabbled in it. So please, cokeheads, former cokeheads, cocaine enthusiasts or dabblers, I know I've got at least a dozen to two dozen friends who listen to this podcast who can give give me the answer. Um, How relatable is pre-workout if you take, let's say, just a little quarter more scoop than they tell you to. Let's just say you do that. I don't, it's not me, but a guy I know, one of my friends does that. Let's just say that's the case. Is it cocaine? Um, I rambled too much about meathead shit, so I've actually got to go do a friend's podcast, and I've got to do my actual day job today. So we're going to cut this episode off here right now. We'll be coming back either later today or tomorrow to talk about America's Got Talent, uh, the anniversary of my Fox Theater show uh, that I would, I'm would i more than happy to tell you exactly how that went. It's a 2,000-seat theater uh, to launch a new uh, tech app. Um, and it was it was a big uh, it was a big planned show that included um, regional radio. Uh, I believe it was an iHeartRadio affiliate. It included a YouTube star, uh, Mr. Kev on stage. It included uh, a, a, someone from the Bad Girls Club, VH1. I forget her name, but she has a very big following. It included a Playboy playmate. Um, and and please, I'm gonna write that down so I remember the playmate portion of it because that's a that's a big part. 
let's see. It included sex therapists, included all kinds of stuff. And then me and my buddy, Daniel Betts, fellow comedian in town, uh, to close this thing out in a 2,000-seat theater. And if you haven't heard the story from earlier episodes, I can't wait to tell you how that goes. We'll be talking about that. And I'll also be talking about I didn't forget that creepy Reddit thing that happened to me. So have a good Saturday morning. I may talk to you tonight. I may talk to you tomorrow. Who the hell knows? But you'll be hearing these stories soon. Thanks again for listening. You're the best. Take care. Oh, yeah,